0: And welcome to In Touch with Tennessee, the official podcast of the University of Tennessee Institute for Public Service. In 2002, 2022, the East Tennessee Local Workforce Development Area, under grant funds from the Tennessee Department of Labor and Workforce Development, tabbed the UT Center for Industrial Services, or CIS, to operate the American Job Centers in East Tennessee. As the one stop operator, CIS will coordinate multiple American Job Center partners and service providers throughout the East Tennessee local workforce development area. Joining us today are CIS Executive Director Paul Jennings and Jennifer Epley, who leads the American Job Centers in East Tennessee. Welcome to both of you.
1: Thanks, Susan. So,
0: Paul, let's start with you. Can you explain how CIS was selected to become the one-stop operator of the East Tennessee American
1: Job Centers? Sure. Uh, You know, the the short answer is the East Tennessee Workforce Development Board uh, was looking for a one-stop operator and uh, issued a request for proposals. We responded. The board liked our proposal and selected us. Um, The more interesting answer (laughs) is that as we were – trying to decide whether or not we wanted uh, to submit a proposal. We have a lot of discussions with uh, our internal team members and our partners to try to uh, really decide whether this was something that we wanted to do. And then probably as equally important, is this something that um, where we could add, add value? You know, there were a, a lot of uh, people uh, that really questioned whether this is something we wanted to get into because it was somewhat outside our our normal uh, space where we operated. But as I started looking into it more and more, and talking with people and inside the workforce development system across the state, as well as uh, with uh, our business and industry partners, I started to see where there was a place where we could really make a difference and uh, that there were ways that we could add value. I think from the university perspective, we could provide stability, we could provide connections to the university and resources. And then from a CIS perspective, it really helped, it, it addressed our mission and it built on our uh, experience. You know, over the years, Susan, CIS has added programs and service lines as the economy changes and the needs of uh, of business and industry change. And we felt like this was a, just the next step in that journey.
0: Right. So as a one-stop operator, what exactly is, um, is the center's role?
1: Well, I think the first thing is to think of the customers of the American Job Center. And the two customers are job seekers and employers. So to support job seekers and employers, and when you think of job seekers, you're really thinking of people who really face obstacles to employment. And so they need a range of services to help them help them uh, seek and secure jobs. Mm -hmm. So there are a range of services and programs within that American Job Center. Well the one stop operator uh, coordinates and provides leadership for the range of services to make sure that they're aligned and working together to impact the uh, uh, the job seeker and help the uh, and the employee. So CIS role within that as the one-stop operator is to coordinate those services and then find areas working with the, the AJC team where we can, contribute and help improve uh, improve the services mm-hmm. the thing that I've emphasized a lot as we've we've uh, uh, gotten into this role is to identify those niches where we can where we can really add value mm-hmm. so for example, Uh, conducting professional development sessions, sponsoring events, helping with outreach. Those are things where we can add value. So as I told Jennifer a number of times, I don't want to get in your way, but just let's just keep finding where can we add value to this and help this make a better system. Mm
0: -hmm. Do you see that role expanding in other regions of the state uh, in the future?
1: It could, Susan. uh, I think the the approach that we're taking is, uh, we're going to continue looking for opportunities where we can contribute to the workforce development system in the state. Uh, any place we see where we feel and our partners feel that we could help strengthen that system, add value to that system, uh, uh, we will uh, would like to participate. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, uh, I think the the, the important thing is to really, we want to serve, and we want to see wherever UT can can help, that's where we want to be.
0: Okay. So, Jennifer, tell us a little bit about your position at the East Tennessee American Job
2: Centers. Sure, Susan. Thank you. So, my role is actually the one-stop operator manager so i'm the person who assists our partners in connecting together making sure that we are uh, working as one team um, supervising the function and flow of referrals and outreach and connections and that sort of thing so ultimately um, it's basically oversight and making sure that we're following policy making sure that we're conducting training on a regular basis um, just ultimately making sure that everything is working well together as a well-oiled machine.
0: Mm -hmm. And what is the general mission of the American job centers?
2: And kind of like Paul said a second ago to echo what he said, you know, ultimately we serve two customers and that's going to be job seekers and businesses. And for our job seekers, as Paul stated, it's individuals who have barriers to employment. So we have a priority of service and that priority service says that we serve veterans Uh, We work with uh, veterans who have uh, barriers to employment. Those are our top ones. And we also work with individuals who uh, may be on assistance of another type. For example, they may be on TANF benefits. They may be on SNAP benefits. They may have um, some sort of uh, other barrier to employment. And so we work with those individuals who have barriers, who need additional assistance uh, in actually obtaining A resume or perhaps doing a job search or, you know, obtaining uh, the required elements for starting a new job like transportation or perhaps uh, clothing or tools or that sort of thing. So ultimately, our partners work together uh, so that they can assist those individuals if an individual needs training. To actually get employed Mm -hmm. and we have partners that work with those individuals to get them training and and the goal is shorter term training training that's focused on in-demand occupations uh, so that we're working hand in glove with our employers and meeting those actual employment needs that they have and then the second uh, partner in that uh, work is going to be our employers Mm -hmm. and so we want to work with our employers to make sure that they are um, able to post their jobs and jobs for TN that they're registered for that. That's our state system. Uh, we want to work with them to uh, set up job fairs, assist them in having on-site job fairs either here with us at the American Job Center. And we have 10 of those across the area or on their site. Um, and then, you know, help promote that as well. And just whatever their needs are, try to make sure that we're working with them uh, to get those needs met.
0: Right. Great. Well, how does someone connect with the
2: American Job Center? Sure. So I'll give you about three different ways that they can connect. They can go to tn.gov forward slash workforce. And then if they'll just type in the search box, find local American Job Center, it's going to pop up a link and they'll be able to see a map and contact information for all of the American Job Centers in the entire state. Of course, our area of East Tennessee, the 16 counties, uh, it'll have that information there, address, an email, a telephone number. Um, If they want to, they can call our Knoxville uh, American Job Center. That main number is area code 865-594. Five five zero zero, And they're also welcome to reach out directly to me if they would like. My email address is jennifer.eppley, and that's E-P-P-L-E-Y, at tennessee.edu. Um, our, our thought is we have no wrong door, so mm-hmm. however someone contacts us, whatever they need, we're going to try to connect them with a the correct partner to get their needs met, whether they're a job seeker or an employer.
0: Okay. Let's go back to um becoming a part of the UT Center for Industrial Services. Um what benefits have you seen in in becoming um on, you know under the UT CIS umbrella? Sure.
2: So, I think as Paul kind of stated one of the greatest things that we've seen is just that added support uh, for the work that is done here especially with businesses. You mm-hmm. know, obviously um since we are focused on serving our employers uh, so that they can meet their needs, um, having the UTCIS system there with all of their array of business services, you know, hosting the manufacturer extension program and, and just everything that they do, um, I think that has been just a great benefit. You know, we've been able to host uh, Toyota Kata workshops for. Several of our AJCs, and we've had several employers attend those. And that's that lean process so that they can, you know, focus on increasing efficiency, uh, both with services and with individuals. And so that's been a great thing. You know, we've had a a cobot, a collaborative robot intro session, and we're going to have a tech showcase in March. to, to help serve. So just wow. it's literally an added menu and library of services for our businesses that we're just able to expand. And that has just been a great support and it's just a great team to work with.
0: Great. Well, I'm, this question I'd like to, you know, for you to both uh, weigh in on, what do you see as the strengths of the East Tennessee American Job Center?
1: I can start, uh, Susan, uh, when, if, if you if you visit Amer- an American Job Center and you talk with the people who are working there, you will quickly see how passionate the people are about what they do. They are so committed to right. their customers and helping their customers find that job or helping the employer find the right fit for their organization. Um, there's again, it's 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 there's a passion for service, and right. you can really feel it. So I would see that as the major
2: strength. I'm going to agree with Paul on that. Um, additional strengths that we have, you know we're really connected to the community. and you know several of our uh, staff across various partners you know have connections to businesses and agencies and networks, and you know they're willing and happy to share with their coworkers across. You know, different counties, different AJCs, and so that's just been a great sort of uh, strengthening uh, web of services that we like to connect with, and we share those out freely and happily. And I think that just works to help our customers uh, even more, both the job seekers and the businesses.
1: You know, you know, Susan, I, I think that also points to why why the UT and American Job Center connection is, is is so good, we have uh, connections and partners across the region, and it's interesting that they're a little different, or the AJC uh, partners and connections in the region are a little different than ours, but together, I mean, it is quite the network. Yes. It's quite the network.
0: So do you see any challenges over the next several years uh, facing the American Job Centers or the uh, UTCIS, uh, American Job Centers relationship?
1: I think there are a a few, and I'll just briefly mention those. Uh, I think we're going to have to continually work together and work with our partners to streamline and improve the systems of uh, of, of uh, the whole, the workforce development system. Mm-hmm. And I think that's true of any organization. We're, mm-hmm. As we move to the future, we're going to have to continually find ways to do things better. So I think working on the systems, I think marketing and outreach is going to be really important. Uh, we're going to have to really work on... Connecting with job seekers, connecting with partners, connecting with employers. So I think that marketing and outreach is important. And then finally, as with uh, uh, many organizations, funding is 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 a problem. There's lots to do, lots to do, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of opportunity. Uh, we just have to continually be on the uh, on the lookout for new funding and see, and be very aggressive in seeking new funding opportunities.
2: Right. And to kind of add to what Paul said, um, you know, the the workforce system is changing and, you know, we've got new generations of workers coming through now. And I think just navigating those uh, those changes, you know, I think that'll just be a challenge. But that's going to be the challenge we all have. uh, Right. mostly. So. Uh, We'll continue to try to connect with them as best we can um, and just do a great job there. Um, And then just as policies change, as staffing changes, you know, just to continue to, to navigate those changes.
0: Right. Well, thank you both for joining us today. It's been very informative.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Susan.
0: And thank you, listeners. Be sure to look for In Touch with Tennessee on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Google Podcasts. (music) Oh, <music>